Good evening, all you creatures of the night. We take you on a journey on the outskirts of town to a summer camp for teenage boys and girls. The sun's rays beaming down, warming your skin. The cool, refreshing cover of the camp lake providing sanctuary. A time for children to partake in recreation. A time to be young. A time to kindle relationships with young boys and girls. Or a time to die. Young boys and girls are being drowned, stabbed, burned, and stung without remorse at an unrelenting pace. The counselors are worried. The campers can't sleep. Will summer come to an end first, or will it be your life? This is It Records. Hey everybody, it's me, one of your hosts for the It Records podcast, Matt Johnson. And I am joined as always with my lovely host, but my magnanimous host, the, the brilliant suave just all-around charming host peter hansen we got over here uh thank you <laughs> and of course we have lindsey clark i had i had to do a big one i had to do a big one because i didn't do one last week to pete <clears throat> wow you were so uh off the cuff with lindsey didn't even give her any props there <laughs> it's pretty rude <laughs> yeah well i can try to Come up with another quip. Nah. Do you prefer I just I just nah. I just say your name? I know Pete would just say my name really fast and just like, <laughs> move on. Okay. I know Pete would prefer <laughs> that, but I I do it just to get on your skin. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so what's uh what what movie did we do well, again, Matt? Uh, you didn't tell us. Oh, I didn't. That's right. Um. So this week, everybody, we did the movie that. I chose. It is the 1983 classic film, cult classic, I'd say, Sleepaway Camp, directed by Robert <clears throat> Hilsick. Am I pronouncing that right, Pete? Would you? You're asking the wrong guy to know how to pronounce words. You should know that. I don't. You. I, I didn't call. <laughs> you read. Enough. You read my articles in the newspaper when we were working together. You know? I did. I was the editor of those I when they would come in. <laughs> All three tenses in the same sentence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those had to be correct. Nice. <laughs> so we did Sleepaway Camp this week. It's a uh, 1983. Dear Mom and Dad, I've been at Sleepaway Camp for almost three weeks, and I'm getting very scared. Welcome to Sleepaway Camp. Someone is watching you. Hey, Baba Someone is waiting for you. Someone wants to scare you to death. Sleepaway camp. You won't be coming home. So it's in the heart of that 80s horror that Pete loves. And it's a it's a slasher genre. And for those of you who haven't seen it, I don't think it's it's too popular in mainstream. It's got a cult following. I'll give you a quick rundown of what the plot is. We follow Angela Baker. She's a teenage girl. 
she's traumatized and she's very shy. She's sent to a summer camp with their cousin. This is um, Ricky, correct? Ricky's the cousin? Ricky Thomas. Yeah. Ricky Thomas, okay. Uh, and shortly after her arrival... Um, yeah, uh, some murders begin to assume at camp something sinister is afoot. Yeah, kids start dropping like flies. And we don't really know what's going on. But we're following Angela Baker and her cousin Ricky. And that's essentially the film. It's a, it's a tight 83 min- 87 minutes, mm-hmm. I believe. Very quick. That is very short. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I it's feel- even less than that because of the credits. Oh, yeah, which are like three minutes. The credits are three minutes, and I also loved the ten-minute baseball scene in the middle of this movie that I felt like just <laughs> went on and on, like every inning, every pitch was used because I needed True. to make up some time. That was like <laughs> ten-year-olds versus like eighteen-year-olds. Yeah, but I think they're supposed to be like one year apart. I thought no, they were I supposed to right. not seem. They like were that trying at all. to sell us on that. Okay, that's what I thought. I thought. We got Ricky and his friend, who's his blonde-haired Paul? friend? Paul? Paul. I, th- I thought it was a P. They look like young teenagers in Angela, and then the teams, they're, people they're playing, look like they could be in their 20s. But I like feel like they're, yeah. they're meant to be just the age group above. Mm, got it. Not, did not get that impression. I was like, I thought they were like camp counselors. <laughs> it's like, because yeah. they were so much older. I was just like, and then like the kid, the like, the younger kids beat them. <laughs> yeah, ruthlessly beat them. I thought it wasn't even a game. Mm-hmm. Slaughter and, rule. Well, <laughs> in that very smooth transition, they told us, I mean, who was winning the game when, you know, Ricky and Paul met up at second base, and they said, you know what the score is? I think it's 11 to 8. All right. And then cut. All right. Thanks. <laughs> I didn't need to know the exact score. Perfectly any. executed. <laughs> It's top of the seventh. It's two outs. Yeah, that's essentially <laughs> what that scene was. I got a guy in the <laughs> That was weird. Well, yeah. we want to talk about characters. No. I would love to talk about characters. I'd love to talk. I mean, I, I had seen this movie um, once before. Um, Peter, are, you've seen it, correct? Is yes, that, I have. But this is Lindsay's first first go around correct this is new to me so I, I am super excited to get into characters and plot and just get your reactions to all of it so if you if you <laughs> want to take off anything that stuck out to you I okay to, well yeah. um i'm gonna start with judy because she really uh stood out to me in a, <laughs> mm-hmm. a very negative way mm-hmm. but you know she did what she was <laughs> supposed to do as kind of you know one of the villains so to speak um mm-hmm. so judy is uh i guess her and uh Ricky Thomas had been filming study the previous summer, and I think he was kind of hoping to pick things up where they left off, but she, like, wasn't really feeling it. Um, she's evil, and she's obnoxious, and I feel like her character is just... It wasn't a character, it was a caricature of what a mm. villain is supposed to be. Like, her, she's just so over With the her top. her side ponytail? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, she had, like, one badass side, side ponytail, though. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Um, but, yeah, she's just crazy. And, like, um, yeah. yeah, she's just the worst. Um, <laughs> she was very so, distinctive. Yeah, she is. Um, and I don't... She's very memorable. I don't know why, like... 
you know, like, why you gotta be so hate, I don't know. Um, so there's Judy, um, she's, you know, she definitely terrorizes Angela. Everyone kind of picks on Angela, you know, because she's Mm -hmm. quiet, um, she kind of makes her a target, I guess. Um, and then, you know, Ricky comes to her defense, you know, literally every time, um, which, you know, is good, and he should, but, um, so there's Judy, uh, kind of going back a little bit, uh, right before they're sent off to camp, they're, uh, with their Aunt Martha, well, it's Angela's Aunt Martha and, uh, Ricky's mom, she, like, let's talk about her, she is one eccentric lady. Please, she was the highlight of this movie for me, and <laughs> continues was. to be. Oh. I, 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 can I can I can I pause you guys there for a second? Yeah. Okay. There's a this brings me to a very funny moment to another podcast where they talk about the intro, because like the the opening of this movie is pretty insane, I would say. The cl- and in like, um, if you guys listen to How Did This Get Made podcast, they like I... are just like trying to decipher mm. the logic of this opening thing, and it's like pretty funny. Yeah, I have watched <laughs> and, that episode. Uh, yeah <laughs> and just like to try and like explain it i feel like is this humorous mm-hmm. and i don't know do we want to go down that same path or just like kind of like a bridget <laughs> um i think we could ad- address it basic um sl- uh i guess i kind of address it but you were saying that <clears throat> the aunt is ricky's mom correct Lindsay? yeah yes that's what, that's what you believe it to be okay um yes. and so then angela is her niece Yes. Yes. Okay. That's kind of what I picked up from this, from the first watching, but you could pick up a different relationship, I guess, is what the other podcast was saying, right, Pete? Yeah, they thought, they thought it was like their mom, and then, that's, I don't know. That's it, actually it Angela's real... mom. Is that because, so for the podcast listener, back up even further, one of the first scenes is a, it's a freak boat accident where two yes. kids are on a boat. Um, we assume that to be Angela and her and her brother, and yes. their father, and a, a man at the beach calls over that someone's coming home, so they need the doctor. The doctor's coming home, the, and they need, they yeah. need to get off the water. But a freak accident happens where there's this other boat comes over and kills um, the dad and this uh, the son. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. What the other podcast posits is that this is the mother of Angela. So that because since the father's dead, she'd be with the mother. Right. And it's Ricky's aunt instead. But I don't know if that tracks the rest of the movie. <laughs> See, that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But in the movie... That's not what they do, I feel like. I feel like they have a very, like, aunt and niece relationship. It really feels like that. Yeah, and I also think, I mean, that's kind of what I picked up on when I was first watching it. But then even when they get to the camp, Ricky says, um, that's just my mom, or whatever, mm-hmm. when, when she drops him off. So yeah. I think that settles that point of it. But yeah. I, it leaves a lot of questions. Where's the mother of these kids if that's the father died? Why would they go to the aunt? I, I guess the, the, there's no mother in the picture. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So. Da, da, Interesting da. theory. <laughs> but anyway, that's the opening. We can get to the aunt now. We can talk about what makes her so unique to us. Her acting. 
Yeah. She. Pretty like the choices. Pretty subtle. Pretty like level and human. Would you say? <laughs> <laughs> I would say this. The actress might actually be insane. I don't know. If I'm <laughs> overstepping my bounds there, but she's just like the way she talks is so maniacal, and I'm just like. Oh my god, I'm so scared of you. <laughs> Angela, Ricky, yeah. I've got your lunch. Oh, Wasn't do that I? nice of like... me? Yes. She like saw that their a names couple on of her. times and I'm just like, oh. Yeah, it yeah, seems it like she's talking as if like nobody's there almost. Or like she never mm-hmm. makes eye contact with, with anybody like in the room. She's like a wife, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I it's real weird. And I think that's why the other podcast posited that it's the mother because they said it was like a psychotic break from the husband and her child being killed. Yeah, they, yeah. I I that get that. Makes that makes me. sense. Cuz she it mentions sense, but... she mentions how her husband left her, right? I think so, yeah. So, I can't actually see where there's just just a whole lot going on in this movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in this 87 minutes there's a lot going on Packs in the first ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, so much goes on. The first, you gotta. It's so hard to connect the relationships between everybody. Mm-hmm. And then we're thrown into the and camp. And we didn't even we didn't even get to like the relationship of the man and the husband. Uh, yeah. Who were lovers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get a little flashback. That you find from out. That. Yeah, I want to say that's like in the middle of the movie. <laughs> it was at a very yeah, roughly. I didn't question it when I watched it. But it, it it didn't pertain like at all to what was going on currently in the scene. I think it was like Angela was no. dreaming or something. Yeah, it was real out of place. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. Like, where did that come from? I want to say, uh, it, it it was the eighties, so there probably was like, they're like the moral panic or whatever. They're just like, ooh, look how scary this is. <laughs> that's that's. I don't know. That's that's my take on okay. it. That it's like, let's what can we uh-huh. do to make this scarier? Uh-huh. Let's okay. add this non-traditional relationship to really freak out the audience. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I don't know. I was gonna try to pin, connect some dots, but I think I'm gonna go down a rabbit hole if I try to do that. <laughs> yeah. Because I think we're gonna follow the, <laughs> the same uh, things that the how did this get made? Do if we yeah. if, if we go down that road? Yeah. I guess I'll pass on it, but all right. I guess I'll let it. Slide. Yeah, give me, give me a, give me a, a, a one minute recap of your thought. Of my thoughts? Sure, I can do a one minute recap. Yeah. So, yeah. father dies, right? And one of the one of the children, and she goes to live with their aunt. Is what we hear. Okay. So let's say their actual mother's dead. So they would go to the next of kin, which would be this aunt. She says that she's a doctor, in the scene. Okay. Yes. She says she's a I doctor. The man on the beach, the lover, says the doctor's coming home. So, and then she also says the aunt that her husband left her. So, what's happening is that man is married to the aunt, okay, who's having a relationship with their dad, which would be his brother-in-law. There's a gay relationship with his brother-in-law. He dies. He leaves because of the trauma, or he's gay, doesn't want to be with a female anymore. So then she stays. And she's the next of kin for Angela. Hmm. Yeah, I, I would say that matches my theory. Not bad. As well. That's what uh, 
That's what this movie's given me. This is the thoughts this movie. We need a we need like a flow chart of like yeah. <laughs> we'll that, with a lot of different arrows going all over the put place. Put on the website. That makes sense to me though. Yeah. Makes sense for sleepaway camp. Yeah. So. W- <laughs> I want to point out the craziest things I think is, like, real creepy is, like, when they first go to the camp, that fucking cook, that real pedophile guy. I hate him. I, I mean, Everybody should. as you should. <laughs> as you should. But, like, he I hate real, him. Yeah. He was a fucking, I mean, he's a monster. Yeah. <laughs> Not only is he a monster, like, his actions, but he's so open about it. Like, yeah. he's talking in front it's of a group so of people of, like, I call these nakies or nakeds or whatever. Baldies. Baldies is what he calls them. Yeah. yeah oh, my God. He's, like, licking his lips, and the guy next to him is laughing about it. He's like, this is yeah. inappropriate, sir. He, he shouldn't be saying these things. It's just, like, it's just being one of the guys. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Locker room talk. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh and then there's uh, James Earl Jones' dad, who's the assistant cook. Yeah. Who who, who takes over mm-hmm. for the pedophile cook because he is fucking boiled. Like, he's still alive. He was still alive? If, uh, he was, because, okay. like, in... He's taken to the hospital in an ambulance. And I don't know if you... Which ver... Because there is an uncut version of this movie. Like, there's more... Ooh gore scenes i don't think i watched it where did you watch it amazon interesting i don't know if it's any i don't know if it's too much longer but the one i've i own on itunes it definitely there's a difference because i i'm familiar with the company that put it out Mm -hmm. and they always do like the usually the uncut version is usually what their final product is okay but you see, like, the burns that he has, like, after the fact. Okay. Mm. And then he's, like, being dragged to the ambulance and... Okay. How the camp owner's like, I refuse to close the camp! Yeah. Yeah, don't, he was Don't tell adamant. anybody about this. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't tell anybody. He slipped, he tripped, he's fine, he had to go away. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that was pretty much the song he was singing throughout the entire movie. Yeah, after each killing. After he, each yeah. and every one. He tried like the kid who died from bees, which was who was like a aller- allergic amazing. to bees. That was an amazing. Yeah. She that was creative. Yeah. I have to say, like all of these deaths were like pretty creatively done. Like. That's true. You do have to say that. Yeah, for like a slasher film, mm-hmm. they were pretty creative. Not really, many of them didn't really use a knife or like a chainsaw or something, or a machete yeah. with, or, or like finger gloves. It was really creative. Yeah, there was none of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really took from like resourcefulness, which exactly. is... Exactly. Uh, probably, I don't, I don't remember seeing it too often in many movies, like where like almost anything is a weapon. Because usually, like, in slasher movies, which is, like, they have their signature weapon, and then, like, sometimes Jason and Michael use their brute strength or another weapon. But, like, this is, like, different, because, like, a beehive? Yeah, they just improvised, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And another thing I like to point out is, like, the dialogue in this movie, because sometimes, as horrible it is, it's also fucking phenomenal. <laughs> Where it's like, eat shit and die, Ricky. <laughs> and then Ricky goes, eat shit and live. <laughs> oh, that's great. Fucking, I, I, like, I, like, love that line so much. <laughs> yeah, you know. Because it's, like, delivered so well. <laughs> Oh, there's some great lines in this movie. Yeah. That's the one that I remember. And then, you know, like, uh, Lindsay was saying, that, was it Judy or Trudy? I always think it was Trudy, but it's Judy, right? Yeah. It's Judy, yeah. Yeah, and then she has, like, a little squad of, like, other mean girls, I guess you could say. Yeah. You remember the one that was, like, shaking Angela, like, what's wrong with you? Um, was it Meg? I don't even know Didn't like her either. Oh. Yeah, Meg is the the one who's dating Mel. Okay. The old camp counselor. Yeah, which the is owner of the camp. messed up. Crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's gotta be like I'm surprised they got away with that. She might be like, like sixteen. What is she? Like at yeah. eighteen at most, I feel like if you're at a she's she's not even a counselor, right? She's just like No, uh, I thought she was a kid. I thought she's, she was. But you think, I don't know. She could have been. She could have been a counselor, but I didn't get that because she hung out with Judy, who was it? Yeah, uh, like a kid there. Okay. Huh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless, she's way too young for. Yeah. Like, yeah. No she's like because like, like ninety. I feel like because <laughs> like he's pushing a hundred. Judy got cool. She uh, thinks she's cool now because she like basically went through puberty. Yeah. Is basically what happened, and then she's like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna date some dudes. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna date like every her, dude I can. Her goal, her goal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, okay, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she tries to like seduce Ricky again at some point, and then like Ricky, and that part's it's like when they were playing like capture the flag. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, Judy's the worst. Um... There's some great scenes in this one. Yeah. Do you know there's a movie I... about <laughs> Judy coming back? Is the there? Cam? Well, there's, oh, there's several. I'm so glad she comes back. Wait a there's, minute. There's two sequels yeah. to this movie. Well, there's more than two, right? Yeah, there there's are. Two, like there's two. five. Yeah. There's. Wait, what? There's. Uh, Sleep like Camp. There's four more. Sleepaway Camp, Unhappy Campers, Sleepaway Camp 3 something. I don't remember the whole name. It's Teenage Wasteland. Teenage Wasteland. Then four is Return to You're Sleepaway right. Camp. and Which is the one with Judy. Judy's because I that's someone with I know Ricky's back in that one. Oh, okay. you want to know what? That's, that's why um, the guy who played one of the only guys who doesn't die—I forget his name—he's like uh, one of the older kids um, that hangs out on the the other baseball team who lives. He wrote and directed the last one, I'm, <laughs> or he, no, he he helped produce it. He helped produce it, so he brought back a lot of the other cast members. No I I love like like the like the baseball team people because they like they like want a skinny dip so bad and they're all like eighties bros that was and <laughs> to the finest awesome. degree and it was like what are you everyone's like what are you doing here when it's like the killer and they're just like I hate you and then like <laughs> yeah he dies yeah. <laughs> oh it's you yeah yeah very uh, hostile uh, greetings. What are you doing here? 
that's so great. funny. Yeah. Oh, that was, that's a great skinny dipping scene. All those uh, pale male buns just in Ooh. a row running to the the that lake. That was together. a sore sight for eyes. Right, because they tried to trick the, they tried to trick the girls into going, and none of them went. Right. Oh, uh, the, that's what happened. Yeah, they thought like, yeah, we'll just all strip down and run in a line together into the water, and this they'll all join us. <laughs> they thought. If we all go together, <laughs> there's no way they won't come. <laughs> That's essentially the logic. <laughs> I feel like there's this like this this com- company, this movie. What did I say? Company. This movie is just riddled with like the most ridiculous characters you could put together on the screen. I just yeah, I feel like everyone's kind of over the top. Everyone overacts maybe a little bit, but that's okay. You know. You got your parts I, camp, mm-hmm. you got your parts humor, horror, I think it works, you know? Yeah, I, I think it works together beautiful, because it's just like, yeah, and I think it makes a great 87 it is, minutes. Kind of mm-hmm. upon, is, it's it a little really different does. than those other slashers at the time. Like, there's different different creative deaths. Even though the plot and logic might not be all tight, like, perfect, it's just an entertaining movie, and it's a little different than what you're used to seeing. But it still fits that genre. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, even like think about the time frame. Like eighty three mm-hmm. was pretty early on, but there was like so many slashers yeah. that were coming out between eighty and eighty three. Like fucking like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm, um, ones that come to my mind are like my bloody Valentine, um, April yeah. Fool's Day maybe. Unless that was later. That's I, I could have sworn that was more of an earlier mm-hmm. one though. But I could be wrong. But my bloody Valentine's Fr- definitely that's nineteen eighty. When is Friday the Thirteenth? Like, the first one is that eighty? A very st- what's up? Eighty, yeah. So that's around that time too. Another camp killer one. It's eighty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the second one definitely was like eighty one, eighty two. Yeah. <laughs> like there was at least like one other Friday the Thirteenth that came out. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. I feel like there was a second Halloween by that time. And maybe a second Halloween. That one came out like 77? 78? 78. Mm-hmm. But I think... What, yeah. I don't want to spoil anything, but I think what also what brings people to this movie or people enjoy about this movie is the twist ending. I mean, the killers, re- the killers revealed like any... I guess any sort of slasher film. Yeah. Um, you don't really see it until the end, but it's a, it's a definite twist ending. I don't know if we give that away, spoil it, but oh, it's crazy. Like... Are we yeah. any spoilers? We do. <laughs> we usually yeah. do. We usually do spoil everything. I was gonna say because I got which talk. is it. It's pretty. We're pretty bad about that, but <laughs> I mean, we could just say. Yeah. Yeah, we just do. Just give a little disclaimer. We usually say spoiler alert. That we just spoil everything. I feel like you have to talk about this one. Like, if other movies we went... This one is kind of huge. I feel like you do. Because there's not much else to talk about because, like, as great as this mm-hmm. movie is, the plot is just, like, going to camp, yeah. people are getting killed, and, like, there's, like, various camp things, like the dance, mm-hmm. which is weird. Like, Angela's love mm-hmm. interest... Yeah, she starts to open up to him. Confusing. Like she's quiet, doesn't <laughs> talk to anybody, and then she actually starts to talk normal when she meets Paul. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, like... Like... Yeah. And then, like... Yeah. He seems like a nice guy, but then he, like, seems like he's kind of after something. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And is 16 mm. or something. But it's pretty bold for a 16-year-old, I would say. I... I mm. Maybe I'm saying it and feel like I'm old, but I don't think I was like that when I was 16. <laughs> I remember having a lot of crushes at 16, but I don't think I had the, the audacity to act on them. Yeah, Paul was bold. Yeah, he was. He he saw, he saw was There was a fight on the dance floor. He broke it up. And he started to walk away, and he turned, saw Angela, looked back, and made his move. It was love. He, he went in. <laughs> the rest is history. <laughs> Who is the, the most insane character to you guys? Uh, well, there's I, there's just so many to choose from. Yeah, I know. I mean, up there for me is the aunt. Yeah, we'll, we'll play a clip of. We got one of her scenes in there for you guys to just. You don't have to see it. Should we? I mean, you can just listen. I to feel it. like we should. I feel like we should just take a time to actually go on YouTube and look at it because I think it's well worth looking at. Yeah. Sure. Um, You're right. Yeah, I got it up. So. And I want, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, take it away, Matt, because I. Which one? Are, so, what's the clip that you're specifically talking about? Sleepaway Camp, uh, creepy Aunt Martha. Is it really called that? Yeah, it's called creepy Aunt Martha. <laughs> That's funny. I did not know. I don't know anyone's characters' names besides Angela. And like Ricky. <laughs> well, you got, you got, yeah. you got Peter, you got Paul, you got Judy, you got Meg, you got Mel, and you can't forget about Mozart. How can you forget about Mozart? Yeah. Who the hell is Mozart? He's the nerd, like that they just oh. ran, the nerd in quotes that they randomly pick on. I mean, oh okay, that was bogus. Wait, I don't remember him like literally at all. What? It's like there's literally a scene that like drags on where they're like. He's sleeping in the middle of the day, and they're all laughing and talking at full volume. And they do the shaving cream on the face. Oh, and yeah. He, like, pull, oh, he yeah. like pulls a knife out on him. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> and then Mozart makes like a dazzling catch in the outfield. He's like on his like little Game Boy or whatever it was at oh, the time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's going totally. to hit off his head. Classic. That. Like, nerd in the outfield, reading a book, or playing his game. But mm-hmm. no, he, like, shuts the game down, makes the catch. Makes a spectacular <laughs> catch. Yeah, he came through beautifully when you least expected it. Yeah, look at Mozart go. I'm about to play this oh, uh, yeah, I got it too. creepy yeah, animal. Because, yeah. uh... Angela! Ricky! Late for the bus. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't forget your physicals when you go to camp. Is that a thing? Are physicals required to go to a camp? I think they are. Are they? I guess I'm out of, I'm out of touch with legal camp law. I was going to say, I don't know. I, don't, I never went to sleep away again. I like, wasn't that nice of me? Like, yeah. She keeps she saying that. Angela, isn't there anything special my little girl would She might take the for? cake, actually. Yeah. <laughs> go I mean, she's pretty, she's Why, pretty crazy. You do, dear. We wouldn't want them to leave without us, now would we? I think a close second no? 
is actually the camp owner because his outright refusal to close the camp after each death and has an excuse like Mm -hmm. the mayor and Jaws. Oh, yeah. And how he has this secret relationship with a kid slash counselor, person way younger than him. (laughs) And then almost... How he almost beats oh, Ricky to death because he thinks Ricky is the killer. Mm-hmm. He's like, like, I know it was you. He just pounds him into the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is insane. Around my <laughs> finger so I wouldn't forget. Gosh. Oh, tie a ribbon on your finger? That is weird. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's a weird thing to say. So I wouldn't forget. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Tie a ribbon around your finger? Well, what is it around? Yeah. That's like an old thing where you would like... You would you would just tie a piece of string or something on your finger, so you'd see it, so you'd remember like that you have to do something. It's like really really old. Actually, was a thing. Like really old. I've actually. I thought that was just her. Like I think it's like older than the '80s, but she was doing it in the '80s. I. That seems like a real turn of the century thing to do. If I'm taking a guess, because I have no idea. Even though they know uh, that I am a doctor. No matter what they she do, I'll never it. tell. Oh, you're such a dear. Well, should we... Well, we said no spoilers, but we didn't now. touch on it. Should we hit the ending? Of what happens? I really... I think... I think we should. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I want to talk about it. I have questions. <laughs> I think we all do. <laughs> so... Okay, so what happens is several people are, you know, they're killed at this camp, as we've been talking about. Um, but the movie's focused on Angela. And you get kind of the vibe, I felt like during the movie, that it's either Angela or Ricky being the killer. Because every time someone makes fun of Angela, someone would, that person would die. Yeah. So it's either mm-hmm. Angela or like Ricky looking out for her or something like that. So we get to the end of this movie. Things are heating up. Ricky almost dies. Um, and it's Paul and Angela on the beach. And she appears to be nude uh, with Paul laying on her lap. And the two camp, two camp counselors walk up behind them. They call out to her. And what we see is Paul's head is detached. And she, Angela stands up. And she has a penis. And then we're kind of flashback to say that it was... Peter, her brother, like Angela and Peter were the two kids at the beginning, and then Angela died. Peter was sent to the aunt, and then the aunt raised her to be a girl. Because she always wanted a girl. She always wanted a girl. And she already had Richie. And then the movie kind of ends with Angela slash Peter with a knife mouth agape screaming and that was it and the movie ends which is quite which is quite startling when you don't know it's coming how how did you feel about that Lindsay? Mm-hmm. as you were the the new viewer to this well okay like i kind of had realized okay the killer is angela like pretty late i have to say like you know with within probably maybe 10 minutes of the movie ending something like that um, and I was like, hey, okay, that's a pretty good twist. Like, alone. Like, I thought that alone was pretty good. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> and then I see the end, and I'm just like, holy shit. 
Like, I just didn't see that coming, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you so. and the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, okay, like, that was that was pretty good. Um, but oh, what man. I want to ask you guys, because I'm not following kind of, like, the character's motivation to just be killing everybody that offends, you know, her or her cousin. Like, where does that come from? You know, obviously she has been very traumatized by what happened, you know, to her family in the past. Um, but I, 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 I need to know, like, where do you think that motivation was coming from? I want to say, I'm going to take the, the gun for a second here, sure. Matt, if that's okay. Absolutely. I saw it as she, Peter slash Angela, got messed up from her father, and sister dying, mm-hmm. and was raised as a different gender without wanting to be that gender, yeah. which messed messed them up even more. Hmm. That's how I took it. Right. And I don't know if you guys are on the same page or you had something else in mind. Um, could you? Could you just rehash that real quick? Because mine might be similar. Yeah. Okay. So, Angela slash Peter uh, got messed up real bad from the death of a sibling and father and was raised as the opposite gender without wanting to be that gender. So, it caused more problems down the road because they were forced to basically be something that they weren't. Yeah. So, it caused more problems that's how i saw it mm-hmm. and maybe thought that's what the filmmaker was going for yeah as like a shock value kind of thing but that's kind of like how i read into it killing people just seems so extreme though yeah it seems very extreme but i mean maybe they're just going with that psychosis i mean like it was just like yeah. a, a major shock first your dad and your sister die. Yeah. And then you're forced to be the other gender. So that it's just sort of a... Almost like a... Not really Norman Bates acting as his mother sort of a thing. But you just kind of snap. And every time that Angela felt like sexually... Well, Peter felt like sexually objectified as Angela. If he wanted to be Angela. And you confronted him as Angela. And just like their identity. Like Judy making fun of them. Paul's advances even though... He seemed to be like the most nice to her besides Ricky, or mm-hmm. the other sixteen-year-old counselor who died, the cooks advances, any sort of like aggression towards their identity or like who she was. She lashed out. He lashed out. He didn't know how to control it, and it was like maybe okay. one of the first times that Angela. We don't know. Maybe it was one of the first times Angela was introduced to people outside of Richie and Aunt, his aunt Martha. Okay. Yeah, that's since true. Since the incident and wasn't used to those situations and that's how they broke okay well how old were they in the beginning with i felt they were younger and they were it's been a it's few eight years, years. Yeah. exactly eight years yeah that's what it, oh years. okay that's what it says it says that after the incident it goes eight years later so it's eight. Oh, i don't remember that part it's eight years <laughs> yeah. since the accident okay so do you think there was eight years of seclusion and, like, homeschool by this person? Because, like, they're a doctor and probably are, cert- like, 
could have gotten some sort of certification to teach a child that yeah homeschool that's my theory that's is that she has not left the house possible. until this camp that that, makes that would sense. be that would be crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> which makes the aunt even crazier yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. entirely okay yeah hmm. that's my thought or we are giving this movie too much credit <laughs> yeah but besides I think that's, that, yeah, more along the line. I wholeheartedly, de- I wholeheartedly defend this movie. Yeah, because <laughs> it's very, it's very enjoyable because it's very creative with its death. That's yeah. Um, the lines are ridiculous, mm-hmm. and the twist ending is yeah. very memorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you're defending it right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I defend it as well. I mean. It's eighty three percent even on Rotten Tomatoes. Like people, people enjoy this movie. It was a hit at the box office. Like, it, it earned eleven million dollars, and it was like under five hundred thousand to make. So people like this movie. It has its flaws, but it's it's very entertaining. And I think, as we said, it's creative deaths. It's a female killer. Well, and it's kind of, you know, a transgender killer. We don't really get any closure in the first movie. It can just it's thrown at you in the last minutes, last seconds. Mm-hmm. of the movie so I think that's that's something that I don't know if they had that in Slashers at the time was even a female killer Angela Baker mm-hmm. um, which it kind of plays on if I can in my defense of it I've talked about Freudian ideas in the past with Val Luton and stuff the whole idea of the androgynous killer in slasher movies literally I mean we thought she was a female and she's a male um, in this movie and a lot of the water motifs, as I've said, symbolize uh, uh, feminine qualities and birth and rebirth. It's at the camp. Three out of the six major killings are with water in some capacity. And then there's the bees, which is the queen bee runs the the hive. So I think they kind of I give maybe giving credit to the screenwriters and setting up that you you should know it's Angela based on these these clues, but. Okay. I don't know. I thought that was an interesting aspect. That's why people enjoy it. So I defend it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to... Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll make this after your defense. Um, No, I'll completely agree with all of that. Um, You know, it's your classic 80s slasher, but with like an extra, extra crazy twist that I just like love so much. Um, Yeah. I, I think everyone kind of just hits it, you know, with their characters. Like, as much as it's, like, as I said, kind of over the top, I feel like it's it, it's okay. Like, it, everyone does what they need to do, and uh, for I love it for that. And I just, I love it. Yeah. Good choice. <laughs> Nothing else to say. That's a good one. I have uh, one piece of trivia is that the director of this movie dedicated it to his mother. That was what I was going to say. Is, <laughs> Go ahead. Which is very strange. <laughs> <laughs> because the, the only mother figure in this movie raised, like, raised Angela to be a killer, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because she's crazy. Yeah. And made Angela crazy. Mm-hmm. True. Made, made Peter be a woman. Against against his will as a young boy. But I also like underneath that dedication, it said, to my mother, a doer. 
A D O E R. Yeah, she must know what that means. A doer. I guess you do things. <laughs> That's cool. You get things done. Yeah, she gets shit done. But I thought that was interesting. <laughs> and another piece of trivia I read is that the the end scene, that shot, is actually like a college student, a male, obviously, with a mask of Angela that they made and put on okay. his head. It's a good mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it is. A, it's a mask I knew. of a, that final I knew it was a shot. mask. Mm-hmm. But like it, it's like a very, it's very well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's one thing is like what I would say is that, I guess spoilers for the second one, but like in the second one, there's like a, it's like a totally different actress that plays Angela, yeah. and they totally ignore the fact. Oh, they totally ignore the fact that it was real. That it was Peter all along. No, he's... But I think they have, like, a... I want to say they have a side bit of information in the beginning that, like, oh, they got a sex change. Mm. Like, that's, that's how it. I remember it. Yeah. That's it. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I know that the first one was written and directed by the same guy, Robert Hilzitz. I'm mispronouncing his last name. And he didn't come back on until the last return to Sleepaway Camp. Which is, I said, the guy from the original, original, like, produced parts of it, brought back, you know, Richie into it. And I think Angela, right? I believe Angela, the original actress, is back in the third one. And Judy. Fourth Mm -hmm. one. I think it's the fourth one. The the second and third are different people. I think there's, like, a movie that's just called Judy. Yeah, it's like a fan one on their... Yeah. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard they've talked about a reboot but that was like four years ago mm. I don't know what's gonna happen I would be fine with the reboot honestly it'd be interesting yeah it would and uh, my last piece of trivia that I, I, I researched on this film just this one in particular is that Judy uh, Judy I think Angela oh, I don't want to mess this up I think it was Angela um was going to be played by... Mm. You know what I'm saying? No, it was Judy. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It was Judy, not Angela. So Judy was going to be played by Jane Krasin- uh, Jane Krakowski. Yes. Yeah. That would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. That would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> if only, right? If only. So I think that... This uh, crazy Jenna. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think, that, I think that's all I have to say about this movie. Mm-hmm. Can, Two thumbs that, up. Yeah, I think we all give it a rousing defense. Please check it out. It's it's free on YouTube. I watched it on Amazon. Uh, purchased it, so I want to own it now. But it's free on YouTube. If you want to check it out, I highly recommend it. Um, and then watch the sequels. Um, in the meantime, you know, get on YouTube, our YouTube channel, and our Facebook and our website. Look at the new episodes. We'll have a few up soon some mini episodes you guys can look at let us know what you're thinking you know that's what facebook's all about that's what twitter's about we want to hear what you're thinking um, what episodes or movies you'd like us to do so uh, get at us and uh i hope to have a blog post out soon i've been a little uh a little lazy about that but I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna hope to do that soon did i miss anything guys uh no i think you got it man.
Well, that's been Sleepy Wicked. Until next time, I'm Matt Johnson. And I remain in the shadows. I'm Peter Hansen, and I say, eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good one. Well, it's hard to follow that, so I'm just gonna end this now. <laughs> <laughs>